Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, you can give God a greater hand praise than that. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, all ye people. Come on and give him praise. Come on and give him praise. Come on and give him praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on and praise him. Praise him, praise him. Praise him, praise him. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. Bless him, bless him. Amen. Give him praise. Amen. Right now, could we just lift our hands? Just lift your hands to him. Come on, lift your hands to him and surrender. Come on, lift your hands to him. Lift your hands up and surrender. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. We worship you. We glorify you for who you are. We magnify your holy and righteous name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless you. God, we praise you. We worship you. We believe your word. We trust in you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Hallelujah. 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 Worship him. Worship him. Is there any worshipers in the house? Worship the Lord. Worship him in spirit and in truth. Give him worship this day. Give him worship this day. He deserves the worship. He deserves your praise. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. Bless him. Bless him, all ye people. Give him glory. Give him honor. For he is good. There is no one like him. There is no God like him. He's God and he's God alone. We praise you, God. We worship you, Lord. We bless you, God. We give you praise. You're worthy, oh God. We bless you. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Do you want to be revived? Do you want to be renewed? Do you want to be restored this day? Hallelujah. 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 Bless ye the Lord. Bless ye the Lord. Bless ye the Lord. Bless ye the Lord. Bless him. Bless him. Praise him, all ye people. Praise him, all ye people. Give him glory. Give him honor. For our God is good. Our God is great. Our God is mighty. Our God is omnipotent. Our God is omniscient. Our God is omnipresent. Just praise him. Praise him. Worship him. Praise him. Worship him. Give him glory. Give him honor. Give him honor. Give him honor. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, O God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We worship you, Lord. We give you glory and honor. We give you glory and honor. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Our God is great. Our God is glorious. Our God is wonderful. Hallelujah. I love that song. Brother Leo is playing. I've been singing that all week. Hallelujah. 
thine the glory. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. How many know hallelujah is the highest praise? How many know that hallelujah is the highest praise? How many know that hallelujah is the only word that from language to language never change? It's still the same. Hallelujah. So the Japanese will know what you say when you say hallelujah. The African will know what you're saying when you say hallelujah. Glory be to God. So can I get God's people to yell it out? Hallelujah. Come on, say it again. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. It's the only word that never changes from language to language. It remains the same. In America, guess what? It's hallelujah. In the Amazon, it's, guess what? Hallelujah. Wait a minute. In China. Oh, man. A universal word that never changes from language to language. They will know exactly what you're saying. There'll be no question as to what you're saying because that word means the same. Look and see what the Lord has done. Amen. It is the highest praise. Amen. We give glory and honor unto God. We thank our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for his blessings. Amen. For his mercy that his, he has bestowed upon his people. Amen. God is good and all the time. Amen. Anybody tired of hearing that? That's your problem. But God is good. Amen. I know it because he's been good to me. Amen. I'm alive and I'm well. I have the activities of my limbs. Amen. I have all my senses working and I'm alive. Amen. And on that basis alone, hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. We thank God for his goodness. And we are here by the grace of God. We give honor to our pastor, Pastor Gloria Ingram. Amen. Our assistant pastor, Robert Lee Lewis, our deacons. Amen. It's good to have our deacon Nick back. Amen. From his vacation. Amen. Please, just to reiterate and repeat, as our sister Latoya said, amen. Let's continue to keep our sister Martha in prayer. Amen. And as many as can, amen, please go to see her. Amen. She's in Brooksdale Hospital, amen, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, over near um, Linden and somebody help me here. Rockaway Boulevard, yes. Linden and Rockaway Boulevard. Thank you, Sir Brother Kirk. Amen. Go out and see her. Amen. Make her heart glad. You know, they say that when people are in the hospital, it's the love, amen, of their family and others that, that heals them, that strengthens them. Amen? Amen. That gives them, that gives them motive and reason, amen, to seek the Lord. Amen. Saints, open up your Bibles with me to Numbers the 14th chapter. Amen. Praise God for the word. Numbers, the 14th chapter. Amen. We thank God for the word that we heard on last week. Amen. For my evangelist elect, Michelle Johnson. We thank God for that. Amen. God is just continually blessing, continually opening up our hearts and minds of understanding. She told us last week 
from repentance to revival. Amen. And this is where we're going. We want to go from repentance to, from revival to repentance. From repentance to revival. Amen. We thank God for that, for the word. Amen. Still on our title, it's all about Jesus. Amen. It's all about Jesus. Again, 14th chapter of Numbers. It's all about Jesus. Amen. Our thought for today, my feelings are real, but not necessarily true. Again, my feelings are real, but not necessarily true. How many know we deal with feelings all the time? Amen. I had a young man on my job who used to play with the other guys, and he'd tell them feelings, feelings, nothing more than feelings. <laughs> Amen. When people would get sensitive, when people would get upset over the smallest of things, all due to how they were feeling. How many know some people wake up not feeling right? Amen. Those people who wake up moody, those are the people who have a problem in what they're feeling. Amen. Still dealing with those emotions that are stirred up by how we feel. Amen. My feelings are real, but not necessarily true. Amen. The challenge for today, to let God manage my feelings. Again, to let God manage my feelings, and God will manage my feelings by his word. God will help me to manage my feelings by his word. Amen. We have to understand it's very important to learn how to manage. Those married couples will, that will make the biggest mistake, the biggest mistake they can make is not understanding how to manage their money. Let me tell you something. Those of you who are single and living alone, you don't know how to manage your money, you're going to make some big mistakes. Amen. You'll be like me in 1996, sitting in bankruptcy court. Because you done got yourself in so much debt that you find yourself in trouble that you can't get out. Amen. We need to learn how to manage. But we need to learn how to manage more than our money. We need to learn how to manage our feelings and emotions. Some of us know it that we're just a little bit too sensitive. Some of you may be suffering from bad temper. Anger problem. Listen. The world will even tell you, you need anger management because you have to learn how to manage your emotions, how to manage what you're feeling because if you don't, it can get you into trouble. Many people, many people are in jail or, or even prison because they didn't manage how they were feeling. There are those who have committed heinous crimes and find themselves in big trouble because they never learn how to manage their feelings. Relationship, marriages, friendship has been broken up because many do not know how to manage how they feel. 
Because how many know we are called individuals for a reason? Because we're all very much different. So we are individuals. So what ticks me off may not tick you off. What bothers you may not bother me. Amen. I, just to, to prove it on uh, just this week, somebody said something to me and they was looking at me like, don't that just make you upset? And I was looking at them like, not really. But them, they were like, <laughs> you know, and I'm standing there looking at them like, really? But that's me. And what gets to me may not get to them. Amen. Amen. Those of you, those of you who have a, 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 a spouse, you understand that. Amen. You understand that very well. Sometimes I'm in the house and I'm going, bah, 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 bah. and my wife is there. All right, honey, it's okay. <laughs> Everything's going to be all right. Let's just calm down. And I'm wondering, why ain't she getting crazy like I am? And then sometimes you look at her and she's like, and I'm like, we okay? You know, she's trying to check on these, she's trying to check on these young men and find out where they're going. Why? They're 18. They're going where they want to go. <laughs> Long as they come home when I tell them to and do what I want in my house, I ain't bothered with them. You know, that, hey, they, they, they'll tell you, I'm grown. Well, really, grown is when you got your own place. Anyway, listen. Again, to let God manage your feelings. To let God manage your feelings. Finally, your topic. Lord, teach me how to manage my feelings. Again, Lord, teach me how to manage my feelings. Saints, the important reason of this message is because when we get tied up and connected in our feelings, we can do some, sometimes we can do some irreparable damage because of how we feel. There are times when we can hurt people, bust up relationships, we can, we can hurt people's feelings and cause them pain for years to come. I remember one time there's a niece of mine who was talking to me one time and this was after I started pastoring and she really made me understand the dangers of joking around. And she said to me, she said, boy, she said, boy, Uncle Troy, when we was little, we didn't want to be around when you, Uncle Nate and Lee was talking about people because y'all just be joking on us and make us feel bad. And I was like, wow. I didn't feel that then. I didn't understand how my jokes was making my family, certain ones in my family, insecure to the point wherein they didn't want to be around if we were joking because the joking sometimes got personal and got out of hand. Amen? Anybody understand what I'm talking about? You can, get, you can go so far until you have said something that has had long-term consequences. So this is why we all need to be careful when we're saying things and doing things because you do not know how you're affecting the next person. Lord, help me to manage my feelings.
Help me to be, it's bad enough that you can say something that maybe wasn't even directly towards a person and that person will take it as it was direct to them. We just, we all need to be careful. We all need to watch what we say and be accountable for the words that we use because the things that we say can be damaging. For many years, and I know my, my daddy loved me. I know my daddy took care of me. For many years, he didn't, under, he didn't understand that calling me stupid wasn't good because he came from an era where they did that. But now we know better. So you don't call your children names. Listen, you don't call your spouse names because those things can do damage. Amen. You, t- you keep telling your daughter you're going to be a slut, you're going to be a slut. And guess what? You're speaking it into her life. You're speaking it into existence. You're putting a curse upon her that eventually, if you're not careful, she'll start believing what you're saying because you're dropping that seed in her spirit and that seed will begin to grow up instead of the joy and and the fear of the Lord. Instead of the peace of God, which passes all understanding. We got to be careful what we speak over our children. Amen. Sister Michelle was just saying something this morning because me and my wife were talking, saying, why are these boys walking out in the middle of service? And I just say, well, you know, that's what they want to do anyway. And I was getting ready to say, for now, and I put the cup to my mouth. And Sister Michelle said, yeah, for now. I said, thank you for correcting that. I said, because I should have said it before I put the cup to my mouth. Amen. We have to speak life words. Look around, tell your neighbor, speak life. Come on, look around and tell your neighbor, speak life. Amen. Grab your pocketbook. Grab your wallet. Grab your pocketbook. Grab your wallet. Amen. Speak life on your finances right now. Come on. Speak life on your finances. I know you may be laughing. You may be laughing, but in this day and age that we live, where people are losing jobs and people are out of work, you better speak life on your finances. Amen. Speak life on your finances and loan me some money while you speak in life. <laughs> Amen. Lord, teach me to manage my feelings because feelings can get out of control. Yes, they really can. We have some that are a little sensitive than others. If you're dealing with a person that is already insecure, you can even make them more insecure. Oh, my Lord by the words that you're saying to them. And so as I begin to study the word of God and God took me back to the scripture because I know, I know we were in it before, but you know what, saints? The best way to study God's word is to read it again. <laughs> How many know meditation is all about repeating it? Amen. You, you, you impressing me by you read the Bible in one year? That don't impress me. How much of it are you living? How much of it do you remember? How much of it can you quote off memory? Because reading it doesn't mean anything if you can't do what he says. Reading it means nothing if you're not obedient to God's word. I was telling Tabernacle Purpose this morning that a, part, a great part of worship that we all missed is obedience. We think worship is about lifting up our hands and putting our head up to God. That's only the conventional worship. But there's the worship that you have when you leave this place. The worship of faith, the worship of trust, the worship of obeying God. Do you not know that rebellion is like witchcraft? 
That's what the Bible said, that rebellion is as witchcraft. That's what the word says. That's what Samuel was telling Saul, that rebellion is like witchcraft. It's, it's, as, much, it's as bad as you work in arts, as you doing magic when you're rebellious, because that's what rebellion is to God. It's witchcraft. It's ungodly. It's unholy. And for Christians, we ought not be rebellious to the word of the living God. And God is saying to you here today, you need to ask him, Lord, teach me how to manage my feelings. Amen. Getting on Facebook, and I don't read y'all texts because I don't know what y'all say, but getting on Facebook, getting on Twitter, and writing down everything that you feel. Or, or, or people can get on there and read, read between the lines of what you're saying. Cut that out. You are a Christian. Why are you spreading your business on internet? The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. If anything, the, the songwriter said, take your burden to the Lord and what? Leave it there. Leave your burden at the altar. Why are we taking our business to the internet? We got enough people in the world doing that. That's why I don't put no Facebook on. That's why I ain't putting no Twitter on. Me and pastor made a pact. We said, we ain't messing with that. We get a lot of pastors that, that talk with us and tell us, well, well y'all ain't got a Facebook. I said, no. You want one? No. Nope. Because you know why? A lot of it is junk. Yeah. Let me tell y'all something, Christians. Y'all know it, too. A lot of it is junk. It ain't nothing on there but mess. You know why? Because the Internet's a mess. And we need to limit our use on there. I ain't gonna stay there, I'll go. I'll walk away. Need to limit your use on that internet. Amen, because if that pretty picture keeps coming up, you're gonna eventually follow it. If that muscle-bound man keeps showing up, you're gonna eventually look for him. Amen? Hey, this is life, can we speak? Can we tell the truth as, as it is? Amen? Amen. Most of the time when people, most of the time when you're on internet, everybody sleep. Let's read so we don't get in trouble here. I don't want nobody calling me or telling me, my wife is mad with me now. My husband won't speak to me. Numbers 13, beginning at verse 26. And they went and they came to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran in Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. In other words, this is the 10 spies that Moses sent out into the land. And they came back with their report and their evidence of what God told them was there. And they told him and said, we came unto the land whither thou sentest us and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, or somebody say but. <laughs> Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled. Right here, if you can't tell it, they're talking about Jericho. Nevertheless, the people are strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. They were scared because the children of Anak was giants. 
The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb, a man of faith, a man of trust in the Lord, Caleb stilled the people before Moses because by this time, the people are responding with their feelings. They're responding in their emotions to the report that they just heard. How many know that your response means a lot? Amen? How many know that your response means a lot? How many know that we need to be careful how we respond to the word of the Lord when we get it? How, do, how many know that you need not say, Pastor just, or Bishop just knew something about me and they just decided they would preach on? Let me tell you something. I'm not preaching your business. I've been, I've been too long at this for 17 years. I have learned and God warned me, don't preach people's business. Because I've been in too many churches where people got told off from the pulpit and most of the church know it and knew it at the time. Where you had many pastors who didn't know how to separate their feelings from the anointing and thought they were preaching on the anointing when they were preaching their feelings. It's hard to separate. Listen, listen to how bad feelings is. It's even hard to decipher whether you're walking in feelings or in faith. Because sometimes we're walking in feelings and not faith. We're going on it by how we feel. We're going about it by how we feel about it. So, and Caleb still the people before Moses that said, let us go up at once and possess it. Listen, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him, in other words, the 10 other spies, said, listen to what they said. They said, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. Good God. These are God's people. The people who saw the Red Sea open up the people who saw God send down 10 plagues and the last one was the, the, the uh, uh, dying of the firstborn of everyone of Egypt and not just the firstborn of the children, but the firstborns of the animals. Every firstborn was dying across the board. These are the same people who saw God do it. The same people who saw God bring water out of a rock, who saw God drop quail out of a sky, who saw God cause them to win wars, but now they're saying the people are too strong for us and they've heard the report and the report now has stirred up their feelings, their fears are coming forth, their emotions are showing up and now they can't take the land because they already said it. Their response has said we can't. In the first place, God didn't tell them to send spies into the land. That was their doing, not God. God told them, go and possess the land. But instead of them going to possess the land, they got fearful and wanted to send spies in first to get a report. And when the spies brought back an evil report, they were paralyzed. 
See, I come to let you know that a lot of times right before your blessing comes, right before your breakthrough comes, you might get a report that's contrary to what you was expecting, but you can't let the report stop you from going forward. You got to go forward in what God said. You got to do what God has told you to do and don't let the report get to you. The devil will even send a, send a dream your way to show you opposite of what's about to happen. But you have to believe the report of the Lord. That's why Isaiah asks, whose report will you believe? Whose report are you going to believe? They decided to receive the report of the ten spies and in doing so, stirred up their anger, stirred up their feelings, and now they're fearful. Now, guess what? They're defeated and haven't been beat yet. Anybody understand that? Anybody? They're defeated and has not, have not went to war yet. The Amorites, the Jebusites, the Amalekites, the Canaanites, all these people have defeated them and they haven't even went to war with them yet. They defeated them because in their mind, they're already defeated. See, you can't win if in your mind you're already defeated. You got to know that you are a Christian in Christ and you are a winner because God has made you more than a conqueror and you've got to say, I can't be defeated. But if you make yourself believe you are already defeated, then you're defeated. If you're saying to yourself, my marriage is doomed, your marriage is doomed. If you're saying to myself, yourself that my kids won't be nothing, then your kids won't be anything. Because you've already defeated the purpose of faith. We walk by faith. We walk by faith. It's not what it looks like. We got to walk by faith and not what we see or what the report says. Ah. <sighs> This is why I discourage people from listening to the news if the only thing you hear is a negative report. Let me tell you what we ought to do toward, as Christians. When we hear the negative report of the news, oh, we're sorry to report today that Kmart is closing 100 stores, Macy is closing 50 stores, Sears is closing 60 stores, and you work at one of them. Where is your faith in Hmm. Israel had God on their side, but they had their feelings in the way. How many know our feelings can get in the way? Your feelings can get in the way. Many of you, if, if we all tell the truth, some of us have, have had relationships fail, fail because our feelings got in the way. Friendships fail because feelings got in the way. We need to put these feelings to rest because we walk by faith, not by. So you got to understand sight is the highest sense that we have to a human being. When a human being has his sight to him, he has everything. It is the most powerful sense that we have. But when you take that from us, it's like you've stolen everything. But you know what I love and I praise God for? 
that even the blind man will tell you that when the sight is gone, the other senses pick up what they do greater. So that his hearing intensifies, his feelings intensify, so that it tries to make up and compensate. But he'll never, listen, he'll never be able to replace his sight. So it is with faith. You, there is no replacement for faith. That's why Jesus, look what Jesus said. Jesus said, have faith. There is no replacement for faith. You can't replace faith with anything. Don't ever tell me that you're trying to do the best you can. The devil is a liar. You cannot replace your best with faith. Because your best is bad. God says, walk by faith. We need to walk by faith and not by our senses. We need to walk by faith. Don't let that distract you. Walk by faith and not by what's going on. Our feelings are a part of our emotions, but everything we feel is not necessarily true. These men felt a certain way. They, the people felt a certain way. And all these men did when they came back and they gave their report, this is what they did. They solidified what the people already felt because the people were afraid to go and possess the land. They were defeated. They were fearful. Listen, three words I want you to remember this morning. They were fearful. They were defeated. One more, listen here. They were negative. How many people know that word negative? We got a lot of people in the church, sad to say, that are negative. You go and you tell them, well, you know, I got a slight headache. You know, my mother died of the same thing. Wasn't long after that last headache she had. Rest her soul. I don't need to hear that. I don't need to hear that. Oh, you know, I've been having this pain in the back of my head. You know, it could be a blood clot. I never forget when my Uncle Chester, he died and passed away, and he had a blood clot in the back of his leg. But I give God praise. You done defeated your praise because you done made me think negative because now your uncle died. Maybe that's the same thing is going to happen to me. But a lot of times... If we be truthful, we can be negative. You know what? And it's human. To human is error. To be perfect is divine. So we have to all, you know what? Let's take responsibilities. Let's take responsibility for our mistakes. Let's take responsibility for the things that we say that we ought not to say. Amen? taking responsibility. The people are, are messed up in their mind. But the men that went up said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. And they brought, listen, this is what the Lord said, and they brought an evil report of the land which they searched unto the children of Israel saying, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land eateth up 
by the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw are men of great stature. In other words, there's nothing we're going to be able to do with them. We can't overcome them. Trying to defeat them is useless, is futile. Let's go back to Egypt. Wow. Let's give this up. Let's stop what I'm doing. How many people in here have gave up on something because you felt you just couldn't do it? How many of us have gave up because we just believed that it would not happen? But how many know that when you walk by faith, it's not about you. It's all about Jesus. And if you believe what the Lord can do for you, then you will see the fruit of your labor. You will see success. But success is not based on you. Success has to be based on Jesus Christ. But a lot of times we're putting too much on ourselves. We're looking for it to come from us. And no matter how intelligent you are, just remember there's stupism there. I made up my own word. Yes, I did. Don't go look it up. I made up my own word. There's, let me give you all a word. There's stupidness there in you. No matter how much and how intelligent you are, you got five degrees. That's all it well good. But five degrees don't mean you have wisdom. Five degrees don't mean you know what to do. All the college degrees in the world does not make up for what you need that you can't get yourself. You got to get from God. Come on and clap your hands for the Lord if you know it this day. Come on and give God a praise. Come on and give God a praise. Come on and say, Lord, help me. Say it again. Lord, help me. What is the problem here? The problem here is that when our feelings are bothered, just like the Israelites, we begin to feel within ourselves against what we're coming up against. We begin to feel insignificant. It's too big for me. I can't handle this. It's too much because I begin to see myself as small and I begin to see what I'm dealing with as greater. Oh, don't you know that this is why David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. To magnify means to make greater. Let his praise ring out. Make him greater than your financial problem. Make him greater than your relationship problem. Make him greater than what you're going through on the inside. Know him as greater than your sickness. Know him as greater than your grief and your fear and your worryment and your discouragement. When God is greater, you're about to walk out of what you're going through. But you have got to know God is greater. So magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. And then guess what? We all coming out. We all getting out of this. God is delivering us out of this problem because God is now greater than we are. We see God as greater than the problem, greater than the situation. God can handle the circumstance. We ain't got to worry about it no more. We're coming out. 
And because we're coming out, God, we exalt you. Lord, we give you a praise. God, we give you glory and honor because you are greater than how I feel. You are greater than my emotions. The joy of the Lord. Why y'all so slow? The joy of the Lord. His joy is my strength. Not my joy, his joy. Because apart from him, I have no joy. Yes, I see myself as insignificant at times. I can't do it. I can't handle it. You know, we put a lot on ourselves. You know what? We really do. We put a lot of things, a lot of weight on ourselves. But listen to what Peter said. Peter said, cast your care upon him. (laughs) How many hearing this? How many insignificant people here today hearing this? Cast your care upon him. Why? For he what? Careth for you. Stop trying to carry your burdens alone thinking that you can get over it because you can't because first of all the way you feel about it is wrong. See when God manages your feelings the first thing he tells you is that feeling is not your first place of reference. Feeling is not the point where you want to be. Because see when I come to church I can't feel like giving God praise. This thing on. See, let me tell y'all something. I didn't feel like driving down here. I passed by my house and saw that knew my bed was in there. I, 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 I knew I would be comfortable. I knew I can get me a nice meal and sleep. I didn't. If I, if I dealt with how I felt, I did. Hey Rose, <laughs> I feel God got a word from you. <laughs> Go ahead, give give that word. You know, I just lied because I don't, I'm not coming because I don't feel like it. But I'm gonna make Rose feel she got an anointed word. Now, that's not to say uh, assistant pastor Rose or Michelle doesn't have a word. Yes, they might have a word, but my motive for not coming here is because of the way I feel. My motives and my intentions are wrong. To put the work on her when I haven't prepared her to know what she's supposed to do. And I'm saying you do it because I don't want to. I I don't feel like it. Hmm. Hmm. Feelings, nothing more than feelings. Listen, because the 33rd verse really brings out how we can allow ourselves to get to that point of insignificance. Listen, and there we saw the giants. Mm. This is a preview of what David was about to confront. When David would have to confront Goliath, they saw giants because they knew that these men were big men. They were scary looking. It stirred up the fear. 
It stirred up the insignificance because you know what? We don't have the manpower they have. We don't have the weapons they have. We don't, we don't have that resolve that they have to win. We're doomed. Hmm. Listen, because it gets worse. And there were giants of the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. Listen, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. That's what we were. We were small. We saw, we see ourselves as nothing. See, the only way I see myself as nothing when I see myself greater in God. Because I know that I am, as a song said this morning, I am nothing without you. I am nothing without your grace. I am nothing without your goodness. I am nothing without your greatness. But in me, I am nothing. But within God, when God, I am everything. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I can overcome my feelings. I can overcome my emotions. I can overcome being insignificant. I can overcome being insecure in the Lord, but in me, I can't do it because I'm too dumb. And I don't have what I need to bring me out. See, that's why each and every one of us, when God saved us, he put the Holy Spirit within us. And the Holy Spirit who's in us, he is greater. That's why the Bible says greater is he Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world because the great one liveth in you. He sleeps with you. He talks with you. He walks with you. You got to know who you serve. The power of the Holy Spirit rests in you. How dare you see yourself as insignificant? You are somebody in God. Greater is he that is in me. No, you know what? I can't do it. I can't fill these seats. I can't. I can't make sure that we have enough money to pay the bills. And since we've been here, let me tell you something. God is with this church. I'm just going to let you know that. God is with this church. Because if it had, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, we would have folded up a long time ago. Amen. Because no one pays bills with a handful of people. But when God is in control, when God takes over, when the Lord is in, unless the Lord builds the house, the builder buildeth, but he builds in vain. But when the Lord builds it, guess what? It's going to remain. Oh, the wind will hit it. The storm will come. But guess what? You'll still press on. Because God has built the house. See, this is what what we got to know. Who's built this house? Who built this house? What is this house built on? Let me tell you something. Your house can't be built on feelings because guess what? You'll never get over your addiction. Guess what? You'll never get over your habit. Not if you, if you, (laughs) there ain't no power in you unless it's the Holy Ghost power. But within you and I, there is no power. Huh? 
There is no power to save. There is no power to heal. There is no power to deliver within ourselves. These people were, and I understand that they were very upset, but they got me mad when they called her a healer. The lady, the young lady that got killed this week by the cop, remember the lady that got shot? Y'all didn't hear it? Y'all got to read your news. Catch up. The young woman that got shot and the people were very mad. I believe she's over there in Minnesota somewhere. The cop shot her and she died. And they called her a spiritual healer. I said, spiritual healer? They shot and killed her and she was a healer. Really? My God is Jehovah Rapha. What did she heal with? Because I serve Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, my healer. I serve Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, my peace. Who is she connected to? But the people looked at her as a healer. But I know God is my healer. Come to find out the lady was using yoga and all this stuff, causing people to believe they were healed. You know, Satan heals, you know. Yeah, Satan heals. Because he'll, 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 he'll ask God, can you have the healing just so you believe you did it? That's how atheists become atheists. That's how heathens become heathens. That's, that's how agnostics become agnostics. Because they feel they have the power that they can do certain things that we give God credit and bless God for. Let me tell you something. My Bible says in James, all good things come from God. Ha! And, and also, it said, and, and listen, there may be some bad things happening in your life. Paul covered that. Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 5, look what he said. He said, in all things. How many heard that? In all things do what? Give thanks. For this is the what? In Christ concerning who? Concerning me. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning me. In all things, give thanks. Amen? Amen. If, if, listen, David said, I will bless the Lord when? His praises shall win? I will bless the Lord at all times. Not just when I got some money. Not just when everything is going good on the job. Not when somebody has treated me nice and made me feel good about myself. Ah. Mm. That's why I tell, I tell any spouse, you know what? If you're depending on your husband to feel good, you got a problem. you depending on your wife to feel good, yeah, you got a problem. Because the only one should make me feel good is God. Because he's the only one that can really heal who I am. Do you know what that comes from? When you look for people to fulfill voids, you know what that comes from? That comes from unmet needs. Needs that as a child you might not have have ever received. Needs that as a teenager no one gave it to you. We all have some unmet needs, but I come to let you know about the one who meets every need. The one who answers every problem. The one who is the answer to all your situations. And he will make the needy person whole. 
unmet needs. Maybe you lacked affection as a child. Maybe you lacked attention as a child. Maybe they didn't give you enough adoration as a child. But let me tell you something. I want you to know God adores you. I want to tell you God is giving you attention right now. I come to let you know that God wants you by faith to be assured that you're going to make it. Your future is bright. You will be successful. Because there's just a lot of times our mother and fathers just might not have known what to do. And your sisters and brothers might not have known what to say. Maybe they didn't kiss on you and make you feel special. Well, I come to let you know that Jesus said you are special to him. And he loves you. And he's given you joy and peace to help you go along the way. And he's meeting your needs. For my God shall supply all all according to mm, there is one who will meet your every need my husband didn't kiss me he hasn't been happy and intimate with me lately okay are you intimate with God hmm because if your feelings is based on being hugged and being rubbed then you got a lot of problems your problems is greater than what you know. Amen. Ah. And if it, listen, now, if it's bad for the married person, imagine the single. Oh, God, help. Amen. That's why we go to God. Amen. Amen. Because sometimes I don't feel like hugging pastor. Amen? Sometimes I don't feel like being intimate. Y'all put the evangelist out and I'm finished. Her phone is on. Never mind, she's walking out herself. Sometimes as David, I need to encourage myself in the Lord. Amen? You know what? You're, you're your family may not want to encourage you right now. So are you going to get upset and be mad because they won't encourage you? Are you going to sit there and hold it against them because they won't call you? Really? Oh, I emailed her and she won't email me back. I won't be emailing her no more. There goes some feelings. Oh, you mean to tell me I text her and she ain't text me back? It's been a week already? Because you need that interaction back from them. Maybe she's going through. Maybe he's having hard times. Maybe like, let me like assistant pastor, he's working a double. So you're going to be upset with him because he hasn't called you or texted you back? Come on. Lord, teach me to manage my feelings. Because I'm going to tell you something, saints. A lot of the things we go through is not because of what anybody's done to us. It's because of what we've done to ourselves. You made yourself feel a certain way, and then you blamed others for how you feel. You used them as a scapegoat when the problem was not them. The problem is you.
because you never let God teach you how to manage your feelings. So here's a few things we're going to do to manage our feelings. Hmm. I'm going to watch and be careful of what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm not going to accuse you of something that's in my mind rather than what I know for sure. How, is, there, is there some humans out here who hear me? Is there some children of God out here who hear me right now? Because, see, I can make it all up in myself. I don't need you to do anything to me to make up something that you did to me. You don't have to do nothing to me. I, oh, really? Seriously? That's the way you, we going to be? All right, no problem. Then you, oh, God bless you, Sister Rose. Now turn your head. She's talking about me. How many? How many? Come on now. That's a good one. That that. Thank you, Holy Ghost. That's that's a good one. She talking about me. She done says something about me. How many of us have went to people and told them something they did that they say I didn't do that. I didn't do that. And then you wind up. Oh, I'm sorry. But how much thoughts you put into what you thought they did, and now you think that didn't do any damage? Yes, it did. Yes, it did, because it planted a seed. Don't you know your thoughts are seeds? Don't you understand that your thoughts are seeds that you plant? That's why the Bible said you will reap. And so if the thoughts I plant in my mind, what's going to happen? They're going to grow. Unless I stop it from growing. How do I stop it from growing? I stop watering it. How do I stop it from growing? Listen, I stop thinking like that, and then it won't grow no more. The next point, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna stop saying something I don't know for sure. <laughs> I want to, if I'm going to say it, then I want to know this is what it is. But I'm going to stop, listen, I'm going to stop making accusations and I don't know for sure. Because even in, listen, even in the court of law, what are we? Innocent until what? See, in a lot of us in our mind, you already guilty. And I had no court, no judge, no jury. You just guilty. I just stamped it all over your head. You did it. Saints, how many understand this? These are the things that water our feelings. These are the things that give us feelings and we're wondering, how come I feel like this? You know what, let me tell you something. This will even make you sick. This, this, caused, this caused my father to get an ulcer. Feelings. 
He had an ulcer for feelings. And many other people have had nervous breakdowns and it all started with feelings. You got many people in the psycho ward. You got many people in the asylum and all it started with, they were good people before those feelings started taking them out the way. Yes, feelings will make you sick. Not only make you sick, but cause sickness in your body. Stress. People having stress attacks. You know that you know that they say a stress attack feel like a heart attack? Yes, it does. And it's a stress attack. And your heart beats rapidly and it feels like you're going to die. And you're thinking it's a heart attack and it's a stress attack. You know where a stress attack comes from? Feeling and not dealing with it. Not asking God, Lord, teach me to manage my feelings. Come on, stand up with me. Come on and stand up with me. how we feel starts from a child of course unless you was in a good word church you didn't get you may not have got this from a child but now that God has given you the understanding of what your feelings can do how it can control you how we can even manipulate things that were gonna go one way and it will go sideways, all because of how you feel and how you look at it. We can turn the good things bad because we allow our our emotions to deal with more with it than saying, Lord, teach me. Teach me. Help me, Lord. God has put the helper inside each and every one of us right now. Who's here? Deacons. Anointing oil. Right where you are right now, lift up your hands. For those of you who want prayer right now, where you are, lift up your hands. Some of us have carried feelings from a child. Certain ways we have been feeling we've been carrying from a child. It has affected us so great. It has changed the way we see things. It has changed the way we should view things. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. number one place that the enemy is attacking is family he's attacking family 
Because most of us, that's where everything comes from, is our family. Oh, God. Allowing God to give us strength. Allowing him to heal us. Mm. One day we just need to have a detox service. Just a detox service. Just to get all the bad toxins spiritually that's in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we can be revived, so we can be restored, we can be renewed. Come on, lift your hands up to the Lord right now. Lift your hands up to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, begin to seek the Lord. Begin to cry out to the Lord about your feelings. Come on, we all have them. Just seek him. Begin to cry out to him about your feelings. You know what you've been feeling. I don't know, but you know. You know where your feelings are wrong, where you have held feelings that you should not have. You know better than anybody else. Ask God to deal with you right now. Get that feeling up and ask God to deal with it right now. And say, Lord, teach me to manage my feelings. Lord, teach me to use your word. Teach me, Lord, to know that it's all about Jesus. Teach me, God, to follow and obey your word. Teach me, Lord, to worship. Teach me, Lord, to give your name glory. Teach me, oh God, to magnify you and not how I'm feeling. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, thy ways and thy statutes. Teach me, Lord, thy law. Teach me thy word. Let me know. Let me know what you say in every situation. Let it mean more to me what you say than what I'm thinking, God. Lord, I turn to you. I turn to you. I turn to you. Lord, I surrender to you. I subject myself. I lay my care. I cast my care at the altar. I cast myself before your presence. Use me. Revive me. Restore me. Hallelujah. 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 Begin to worship him right there where you are. Begin to worship him right there where you are. Whether you know it right now or not, you are detoxing. You are detoxing spiritually right now. You are detoxing. You are releasing bad spiritual toxins. And you're leaving it here. You're not walking home with it. You're leaving it here right now. You're not taking this out. You're leaving it here. For you are going out new. You're going out renewed right now. Because you're releasing to the Lord. And you are unleashing the power of God inside you. You are releasing God's glory in your life right now. His light is shining round about you. His bread is all in your belly. And out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. No more bad feelings. No more ill feelings. God, we give it to you today. We leave it at the altar. We leave it before your presence, oh God. And I'm free. I'm free 
I'm free. Lord, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free in Jesus Christ. And God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for freedom in you. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. God, we thank you for being free. We thank you for being free. Thank you for freedom in you. Thank you for freedom in you. Thank you for freedom in you, oh God. Thank you right now. Thank you right now. Thank you right now. Thank you now. We thank you now. We release it. I am free. 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 No more hate. No more unforgiveness. No more feeling insignificant. No more feeling insecure. No more allowing people to walk on me. I know who I am in Jesus Christ. The Son has set me free, and I am free. Stand, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made thee free, and be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage. I am free. I'm free. Free to live. Free to sing. Free to dance. Free to shout. Free to give God glory. Free to overcome. Free to conquer. Free to go forth. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. I give myself away. I give myself away. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who wants to be used? Who wants to be used? Who wants to be used? Give him praise. 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 Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You see that? When I get out of me, then God can use me. But when I'm feeling wrong, God can't use me. When I get out of my feelings, then I give myself away. I'm giving myself away so God can use me. It doesn't matter how I feel. What God says is real. I give myself away so he can use me. I want to be used by the Lord. Glory be to God. We bless you. We bless you. Now, Lord, as we leave this place, and not your presence. Take us to our destination safely until we meet again to bless you and glorify your name. Father, we thank you for the detox that you have given us. We release all that's not of you. We release everything that you have not given us, for you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of sound mind. And we walk in Jesus' name. God bless you. Give God a praise.